Abayis, we're in the middle of the sugya of kashras in the workplace, kashras shailas that come up. Yesterday we dealt with a whole string of different shailas that were negaya in regards to sharing communal kitchens and various shailas of basavacholav using trade kalim in a hotel or conference and the like. Um, we need to move on today to some other inyanim of kashras. And like I said yesterday, we've got a lot of things to discuss in Kashrus, specifically things that we're going to get to at a later stage, like, for example, restaurants, going to non-kosher restaurants with Goyim, a very, very common shaila that people have when making business meetings, and dealing with wine shailas, also with Goyim, that we'll deal with at a different stage. Today, there are two specific shailas that I want to get to. And these shailas are very, very negaya in different settings, in different situations. The first one is like this. Am I allowed? Is there a shaila? Is there a problem? With number one, giving a utensil to a goy to fix. Am I choshesh that he may use it for treif and therefore give it back to me? When I have a, a, a utensil that is not working, I give it into a, a professional guy to fix it. Am I worried that he's going to come along and use it? That's number one. Number two, what if, for example, I have my utensils in a communal kitchen and I have my plates or my utensils, you know, my silverware, I have my, uh, my, my mug or I have a coffee cup, whatever. Am I choshu that a goy may use that without me knowing about it and therefore there could be trade inside that utensil without, of course, me knowing about it. So this, by the way, is a very simple halach and shulchan that unfortunately most people don't even get to this, Shesemun. Most people don't even know this. The shulchan aruch and yeridei semekuf chavbeis sif tes brings down, so often the shulchan aruch, very clear, that he says over there not to leave kalim, not to leave utensils with a goy, because there is a chashash, there's a concern that the goy will use them for his own personal trafe usage, give them back to you, they'll be clean, you'll never know, and therefore you'll be using them as trafe in that case. So the Ramah over there, the Ramah says if there's a simon on it, if you make a simon, then it's okay. Somebody called me with the Shiloh one time, and he said to me, is it enough? You know, I'm giving in like this big like uh, machine, whatever it was, a, a magic mix, a food processor, whatever it may be. I'm giving it into the goy. I'm worried that he's going to use it. I'm going to put a little sticker on the inside of the kli, something that he would take out or would become ruined if he used it. And this when it gets back to me, I'll be okay. And I said to him, that's great. That's the Ramah. The Ramah says, if you have a simon on it, then you're okay whatsoever. So we have two Shilohs. Number one, can I give in a clee to a utensil to a goy to fix it? Am I choshish who's going to use it? And more importantly to our discussion, am I allowed to leave my kalim in a communal kitchen worrying that, do I have to be worried that the goy may come along to use it? So again, the Ramah clearly says that if, for example, you have a simon, you're okay. If you do not have a simon, the Ramah paskins, you need to do hagola. That means you need to kasha the kli before using yourself, unless it's the next day, after 24 hours. After 24 hours, it's already considered to be okay, because of a halacha called a svek sveka, a double suffix, which whatever we're not going to explain right now, but it's going to be muta in that case. The question is, how long is a chashash? Meaning, how long do I have to leave it by the goy, or in the communal kitchen in the office, for it to be a chashash that a goy used it? So the Ramah says a half a day. As long as you leave it a half a day, then you're okay. More than a half a day, then you have a problem. So if you didn't come into the office for one whole day, and the guy's in over there, and there's no other Yidin, for example, there, who are there as well, then you may have a problem, according to the Ramah. The Taz says, actually, it really depends how often people use these Kalim. If they only use them once a day, maybe it would be once a day. It depends on the Regilas. Now, the Shach comes along 
with a very important kula that we have to know and we have to use, and it's very, very important. The Shach, Yeredeus Semekuchov Beis, tells us as follows. Says the Shach, and he brings over here a limut schos, why it would be okay for a person to do this. And by the way, uh, just, just Agav, people don't even chat. If you have a Goyesha cleaner in your home, and you leave the Goyesha cleaner in your home, and you go out, and this is very Nagea, people have live-ins, people have cleaners, they go out for a few hours with the kids, the cleaner's in the house, what's the heta that the cleaner is not like Mehechatesa, you don't have to agol on all your kalim when you come home for supper, because at the end of the day, maybe the Goy may be cooked in those kalim, and never you have a chashash of treif over there. Who knows what she brought with her in her bag, and therefore who knows that there's treif inside your kalim? It's the same heta. Comes along the shach, and the shach brings us a and he says like this. He says, if it's Yitzvah then we're okay. Meaning, if a Yid is going in and coming out the whole time, we're not worried. Which means, if it's a situation when, for example, in an office, a communal office, you've got Kalim over there, I leave my plate, my cutlery, I leave my silverware, my coffee mug, whatever is over there. If as long as there are Yidin going in and out at different times, there's a big difference how long, then we're not worried that the Goy is going to come along and use it over there. And in fact, if you look in the Tshuva from the Bel Zadayin, in Sheva Tekahosa Chedek Vov, Simon Reish Payalov, he brings a big Svarit to be maker, especially talking about cleaners in the home, leaving clean in the home. And again, this could be the gay if you have an office and you have Goysha cleaning crew that come in and you have Kosher Kedim in there, so how the Heter to have a Goysha person coming to clean over there? The Sheva Tekahosa, the Bel Zadayin, says that at the end of the day, a svar to be maker is nowadays a cleaner comes in not to cook. If they're coming in to help with the kids and cook for the kids, then you may have a big shayla. But if they're coming in solely to cook, to, sorry, to clean, then we're not choshish that they're going to cook. Zuk the bells are dying in Sheva Tekahasi. There's a big svara to be maker over there, especially as I would know if he cooked in there. There's a Tshuva Nigris Moshe, by the way, Yeridea Chedekar seven Samach Aleph, where he brings over there as well the same idea of what's the head of having a cleaner in your home that's a kosher cleaner using your kalim or around your kalim, whatever choshish, they're going to use it. And Ramosha basically says, and only if the goy has a right to cook, for example, some people do allow a goyish person to cook. Obviously, in China, it's a bishal akam, we'll have to get to maybe a different time. But on Kabbalah, if we're not dealing with bishal akam, we do allow the cleaner sometimes to heat up food for the kids. People do that. If that's the case, then you have to be choshish over there. But lechatchele, be careful. But after 24 hours, you can generally be make, or as we said previously from the Ramah, because you have a svek sveka. The next shaila we have to get to, very, very important shaila. And there are two parts to the shaila. And that is number one. When I order something online, whether it's Uber Eats, whether it's Walt, whatever, I order I order food, especially if it's meat, right? Even fish, cheese, whatever, but for sure meat. What's the heta to know that that is actually kosher meat? How do I know it's even kosher? That's number one. Do I have to worry about something called basa shenis alim minayim? That means meat that wasn't watched. And therefore, who knows if the guy may have done something with it. That's question number one. Question number two is if I've got an office, a warehouse, whatever it may be, and I have a communal fridge, and that is the fridge where everybody comes in the beginning of the day, they put in their sandwiches, they put in their salads, they put in their lunch. Very, very common, this question. Am I allowed to leave my lunch in the fridge if, once again, I'm not watching it, there are goyim all over the place. Who knows? Maybe they switched my sandwich with their sandwich. Looks the same, or they took out the piece of meat. Who knows? And therefore, anything can happen. So that's a sugya in Chulin Daftzadi Beisamar Aleph, where the Gemara tells us in Chulin Daftzadi Beisamar Aleph, Be'etzem Shita Surav, Basa Shenis Alem Ina'ayin is Asa. That means meat that was not watched 
is Osa. And that's Lemaisa, what the Gemara tells us, Peshem Shitas Rav. Rashi says, what's the reason why it's Osa? We're worried, so Rashi, that someone's going to switch it for something else. And otherwise, maybe he's going to come along and say, hey, kosher meat is supposed to be healthier, whatever it may be. Maybe I'm going to take out the kosher meat, put in the tray for meat. There's an expense as well. Financially, it could be gaining as well. And therefore, says Rashi, that's the chashash. Now, Lemaisa, this in the Gemara is a machlekes between Rav and Levi. So Machlekes in the Gemara between Rav and Levi, if Bosnishanus Minayin is Osa Omuta. Now there are many Poskim Mishonim, especially that go with Shitas Levi that hold that Bosnishanus Minayin is Muta. And as we Poskim Rashi, the Ran, the Ravon, and the Rabbeinu Tam. Although most Mishonim Poskim like Shitas Rav that Bosnishanus Minayin is indeed Osa, which is the Psak of the Rip, the Ramban, Rabbeinu Chananel, the Goinim, the Rambam, the Rashba, which is Beetzem Shulchan Aruch as well, holds the Maisa and Yeridei Simosam. Gimel, paskin like Shitas Rav, that Bosa Shinasalim and Ayn is Osa. Brings a Yesh Matirim of Levi, alright, Peseda. Claudia Psak will discuss a different time. But we have two very important Eterim. Heta number one is if it has a simon on it. That means, everyone's familiar, but if it has a simon, that means I recognize the piece. I recognize the kosher food. If it has a simon, because I recognize it, then I'm not worried, because I know this is kosher. I know this piece. I know the car. I know what the guy gave me. And therefore, that's heta number one. Heta number two is if it's sealed, which is what many cashless authorities rely on when they do deliveries, is they seal it with something that's unbreakable. And if it's sealed with something unbreakable, if the guy would undo it, would open it, then I would know that he opened it, and once I know that he opened it, I know that he messed with it, and then I'll have the shayla. But according to that, seeding, and by the way, makes enough kamina, if it's meat, if it's fish, if it's cheese, depending on how many seedings, we're not going to go through all the details at this moment of time. But when it comes, for example, to deliveries, right, let's go with that shayla number one, that we discussed a moment ago. When I order an Uber Eats, when I order a Walt, whatever it may be, am I choshish, that maybe the goy would have switched it or not. So the Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea Simon Samaches, there are Chashulchan Paskins this way, Aloha Lamaisa, Paskins, that only if the Goy has a financial reason or any other reason that he would have a toy LS to switch it. For example, you ordered a very, very, very fancy, expensive steak. Now he knows he could buy the same steak in a Goyesha store for a quarter of the price, maybe even less. So he has a reason to get a very fancy, expensive steak and then replace it with some garbage. And therefore he has a reason. But if he doesn't have a reason to switch it, we are not choshish. Taisa says this also this far. We're not choshish that the guy is going to steal some and then say, hey, well, I need to replace it. That we're not worried. It's only when the guy has a toy LS from switching it, whether it's financially, whether it's health-wise, whatever, then we're choshish, right? If we're not choshish, we're not worried. I'll give you an example. Maisa Shahaya. Uh, Avrei calls me up from the May Yeshiva. He's Avrei in the May. And he says to me, I'm in the May Yeshiva. And um, I'm coming home tonight to some dinner. I have a shayla bossa shenis alam in ayin. I said, well, well, what are you talking about? He said, his father is a non-Jewish person. His mother was Jewish. His father was not Jewish. And his father came to visit him in Koilo. And we just said to him, my dear son, I'm going to pick up some food on the way back. Well, well, you know, we'll have dinner tonight. I'll pick up the food. We'll eat it in your house. And he's like, I don't know what to do. My father's a guy. He's picking up the food. Is he allowed to go along and bring it to me? Is that a shayda? Basta, shenazalim, and I. So answer I told him, based on what we just said from the Shulchan Aruch, and the and others, there's no ta'elis in that. We're not choshish is going to be mazik somebody else, steal from somebody else. And therefore, we're not worried in that case over there. So when it comes to ordering food, I order Uber Eats, I order a Walt, whatever it may be. So it depends like this. 
It depends on whether or not, again, we're talking about when it was not sealed. If it was sealed and I see it was untouched, there's no shayla. But we're talking about where it was not sealed. Now what? Can I eat it or not? It might say it wasn't sealed. Who knows if the pizza was something that he switched with a non-kosher pizza? So halacha basically is like this. There's a taz in Yerodeus and Kuf Yud Ches. The taz says, in Sikot Ches, the Pass in this way also, says the taz that if I recognize I order this thing all the time, then I'm not worried. I'm allowed to eat the pizza even if it wasn't sealed because I ordered this the whole time. I know what it looks like. I can eat it. However, tells us that if you don't recognize it because you don't normally order this type of food, there's a mokum to be makel, especially, and this is another head of Bosch and Salim and Ayin, if it passed through a Rosh Hashanah If it went, if the delivery guy went through a Rosh Hashanah so already that's one of their tame over there. When it comes to a common fridge, what is the dim when you have an office, and in the office I have a common fridge, and I'm leaving my Fleischer lunch, my sandwich in there, am I worried that the guy's going to come along and switch it? That says like this, when it's not given over to the guy to hold, to watch, to deliver, there's no chashash. In other words, when was there a chashash? When I give it to the guy to watch, to hold, to deliver, to take someone, to look after it, whatever. But in the case over here by the fridge, the guy wasn't even allowed to touch it. He had no shaykhs to him. Forget, he knows he's not allowed to do that in that case. Therefore, once again, you're not choshish that the guy is going to steal it, and therefore we're not worried that maybe he's going to switch it, and therefore, yeah, maybe have a simon on it, tape it up, fold it in a way that you know, recognize that someone opened it, but if that didn't happen, and you forgot to do that, you didn't do that, there's definitely a major mockum to be makal in that case, apart from the fact that you normally recognize your own lunch that you made, and therefore we're not worry because he also knows that you recognize it because you made your lunch and therefore he's not going to say to do that because he's going to realize that someone messed with it. So that is pretty much the shyness that I wanted to deal with the Gabi Kashras in the office over here. The Heidegger Chedushayrim, the Heidegger Gerereba could always tell if the food in front of him was sometimes kosher or sometimes straight. There's many, many stories about the Chedush Harim that he said, no, I, I can't eat this food. And they said, Rebbe, like, what's the pshat? Like, what happened? And they investigated into the Maisa and they saw Taka that what happened was there was something, there was a problem with that. And they said, Rebbe, Maifis, Maifis. So there's one of Maifis, I learned it from my Rebbe, by Reb Simchabinim Epshischa, that he said very simply that at the end of the day, if a person wants to eat something and make sure it's kosher, he should say, Rubani Shalolam, if this is not kosher, I want to choke on it. Right? When the Rubani Shalom sees mysterious nefesh for the item of kashras, He's going to make sure you never stumble on that. That's maybe not our level of where we're holding. But we can understand that we should try to do as much as as we can in the Inyonim of Kashras to make sure what goes into our mouths is 100% kosher. Emits Hashem next week, tomorrow. Emits Hashem, brand new sugar. Have a wonderful day.